at Bertha Charuma One on Twitter. Think conversation, quite a sensitive conversation we're about to have, but it's not that bad. Let's talk about it. You know, wherever you are, maybe you are a victim uh, from a men's perspective, or maybe you just have an unbearable partner that is just just a little bit toxic, but for some strange reason, you still love them and you want to be with them. Um, these are the conversations we ought to have and just make sure that we are all on the same page. Yes, I know. And I'm not undermining or downplaying uh, domestic violence when it comes to women who are being abused. But also we need to look at the flip side of the coin and how are you managing, how are you handling it. If you are a man who's undermined and constantly being, um, you know, giving, being given a hard time. Let's talk about it. The lines are opened if you'd like to share. Maybe you, you have some insight. Maybe you can give us an idea of how we can navigate around some of these things. 86 or you can send us a WhatsApp voice note on 0614104107. But I've got my guest online. That's Mongani Luvalo joining me. Youth activist and development practitioner, founder of the Cool Dads Foundation. Good to have you on the Chill Zone. Um, good evening, good evening, Bertha, and good evening to the listeners of SAFM. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you for making time. So you are founder of Cool Dads Foundation. Just elaborate, explain for me. Um, in short, Bertha, we are a movement um, that seeks to encourage, mobilize men, um, but also teach men on how to be present um, you know, fathers who are involved in their children's lives uh, without necessarily being just ATM dads or e-wallet dads, you know, but being involved in the emotional, you know, side of life of their kids, in the developmental side of their kids. Um, but most importantly, us as this generation teaching each other on how to be fathers, you know, to our kids because of most of us would have grown up without, you know, a father figure at home, without your biological father there being raised either by a mom or your aunt or your grandmother, you know. So at times we don't necessarily know what does even this fatherhood entail besides being, you know, um, somebody that provides, you know, for your kids. Because of you were taught that uh, indoor that is, is somebody that provides, you know. So we're teaching each other, we're mobilizing each other to try and turn the perspective, you know, on absent fathers, you know, at least for this generation to say we did better than our fathers. Mm, and we do know that, you know, domestic violence does not discriminate when it comes to, <laughs> to, to gender, you know, but with men, for some strange reason, I think we we always tend to think because they are stronger, they are more masculine, uh, they should be mm. able to handle things. But it's not always the case. So there are myths that we need to unpack. So one of them is, you know, where myths around men experiencing abuse, why they are just myths. The world tells us that men can't, um, can't be victims of abuse. We, we all know that that doesn't fly. Uh, it, it definitely doesn't fly. Um, but also, I think, I think when you were doing the intro, you know, um, I, I, I heard you sort of giving some type of an apology or disclaimer um of of you know no men are being abused but it doesn't mean that women are being abused and i think the more when we talk about men um 
we, we, do, we are not in a competition or trying to compete or outweigh, um, you know, the importance of one gender over the other. But it is to acknowledge that these are human beings as well. Men are human beings, emotional beings um, who go through, you know, any emotional journey, who feel pain, who feel sorrow, who have a sense of loss. Um, and, and when they go through those things, uh, that's why today you will find that the highest number of suicide, anxiety, depression resides with men because of we are emotional beings, but society has not given us that space to ventilate, you know, um, and to be able to express ourselves. But also we do not have the tools, um, you know, on how to express ourselves and vulnerable as much as we are being abused by our partners. Also, men are violent towards each other. Yes. The high numbers of violence in South Africa, when they talk about, uh, 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 you know, physical abuse, men, they stab each other, they beat each other up, they kill each other. As much as there is violation of women and children, in comparison to the violence that men to men we cause to each other, it's something out of this world, you know? Um, and, 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 so the reason why men would not talk about the abuse that they experience in the hands of their women, the hands of their partners, is because society does not have the element of compassion towards men who are being violated. Uh, because you, you are assumed to be a, a strong individual, uh, you are masculine, you, you've got a, a, a bigger voice, You've got, you know, um, you can exercise your feet. Then society thinks that um, you you can be violated by. There are men who find no reason whatsoever under any circumstance of having to lift a hand to a woman, you know. Um, and even the dialogues that we have run as School Dance Foundation, there are men who arrive at a point where they say, you know, it took a lot for me to talk about this, but my woman beats me up. Mm. And, and and I can't tell my family, I can't go to the police station, they're going to laugh at me. Um, even here, this person was talking towards the end of the dialogue, says, I had to bring myself to a point of saying, let me let it out. If somebody else laughs at me, it's okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm so pressured because I, I, I will end up having to do something that I will regret at, at one particular time and I don't want to get there. So how do I get assistance? So I'm saying we've got a society that is not compassionate, that does not see men as, you know, emotional beings who feel pain, who can be um, 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 victims of, you know, a, a, a physical violation from their partners. And we do not have an outlet that becomes a safe space for us to either report that or even talk amongst ourselves. Yeah, that is so true. Uh, we're going to take a small break. I'm speaking to Bongani Luvalo, uh, youth activist and development practitioner and founder of the Cool Days Foundation and talking about domestic violence uh, when it comes to men, what happens. And it seems like, you know, men don't really report abuse in the same way women do. In fact, many men remain silent because they think there's no point in reporting the abuse. They think no one will ever believe what they're saying when we get back and we'll also take your voice notes um on the other side you are listening to the chill zone with bertha charuma uh, good evening uh, house bertha and your guest today no we as men we need to talk uh, when, when 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 experiencing an, ab an abuser 
let's talk. Uh, go to social worker. We talk to a pastor. So because if we, if we are, if we, if we, do, we, we are not talking, we bottle up. That is why we are doing a, a lot of mistake. Uh, because we, we we hit the women and sometimes we kill them because we are not talking. So if she abuses you, you must talk. Thanks. That is very profound. You know, when you harbor anger, you just don't know when that anger will erupt. And when it erupts, it can really become such a disaster. And I think our, mm. our, our last voice note really, really basically, you know, that's what he's trying to say. To say, you know, just mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. So where, what, what is the way, what is the solution? Look, um, it's, it's going to be a long journey, that I can tell you, um, because um, first and foremost, I think also we need to understand the character and the personality of a man. Um, at times, it's not that you don't have people that you can talk to and who can listen to you, um, but uh, in, in this talk, there's something called isitima, my dignity. Um, other people will say, no, men have got pride or arrogance, you know. Um, a, a, a man would not want to be seen at a point of weakness because they were told that manhood is about strength. Uh, manhood is about power. Um, and, 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 and as and when you, you, you then uh, seek to, to purport yourself as somebody that is weak, um, then you are going to be seen as less of a man. So before any other thing, before outlets, before friends and before therapists, we've got to deal with ourselves and this pride and, and this dignity that we purport to be attached to manhood, you know? And I always say to, 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 to men when I talk to them that we first have got to be honest with ourselves. Mm. What is it that bothers me as Bongani? And, and, and how does it disturb the functionality of self mentally and emotionally, mm. you know? Um, and, and once I start having that conversation with myself, then I'm able to then take advantage of having a conversation with a friend, having a conversation with a pastor at church, having a conversation with a rabbi, having a conversation with a psychologist or a counselor you know, or even your own father or your own uncle, you know, um, because of once I've had that conversation, then the part two is that those who then become the outlet as individuals have got to ensure that they create a safe space for us because of the vulnerability of a man comes from too deep, you yeah. know, and, and now once they, once I've been able to be in touch with myself and bring myself to that vulnerability, then I I do not want to find a space that is going to intimidate me or to 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 actually belittle that which I'll be coming with, you know. So I'm saying it's those two phases. The first one is uh, the ability of men having to be honest with ourselves, and then from there we then have got to uh, uh, find outlets that are going to be safe zones, and those that we purport as safe zones have got to live up to that. When I come to you and say, but you know, my wife uh, actually locks me outside the house if I arrive after eight o'clock, or if I didn't do enough overtime and try and increase my salary, I do not get to be given vegetables or meat. You know, um, then when I come to you, you your first expression can be laughter. Mm. 
you know. So it, but we, we must then try and create those safe spaces. And someone else, I think in one interview earlier in the day, they said, but women are being abused and so on, but we pick ourselves up. And I said, uh, uh, we, we, once we have an appreciation of understanding the character and the personality of a woman and of a man, um, we will then, you know, have a better look at the situations. You could be upset now when you leave uh, 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 your workspace, you call your friend and like, friend, I'm coming, I'm angry, Bongani made me angry. You stop at the garage, you buy a bowl of ice cream and a bottle of wine, or maybe only just that ice cream. You get there, you and your friend, you eat ice cream and you talk because of you've been socialized to express how you feel. Yeah. And once we are able to understand that nature of a man, that it takes a lot in our character and personalities as men uh, to actually come out, that's where the challenge is. But I'm not saying that we can't come out. We just have got to be true to ourselves as men and understand that we are not doing anybody uh, a, a disservice but ourselves when we hold back. Mm. Let's take um, some of our voice notes and then we'll continue. Well, interesting engagement you have in this evening. Um, I always describe these experiences in such a way that uh, in our society, we tend to oppress the one who is less expressive. And uh, I must also add that um, this goes um, from both sides. Even if it's a woman, who cannot express themselves properly, uh, we tend to oppress them more. Um, this happens obviously with men as well. Um, you find out that um, if a man cannot explain the reason why they are not taking care or they are not participating in their children's uh, upbringing, all we know is that now they are a deadbeat father. But then if you go deeper in certain situations, you find that now the other party is making it difficult for the other one to participate. Anonymous in the first state. Uh, good evening, Sis Bertha and your guest. Uh, Sis Bertha, it's tough for us as a man to go to police station to report a, a, a case of a man abuse. Or your partner is abusing you because of in police station, they're making jokes. How can you beat by your girlfriend? Hey, you are not man enough. So, eh. even myself, hey, I feel scared to go to police station because of I will regarder go to my mom to explain. Say, hey, you see, mama, this girl is doing this and this because of hey. We know our law, our law enforcement when it comes to men, ah, they are failing us. But touch the girl, hey, you will see. Even Bikitele will come to arrest you. It's Percy Matosa. Thanks, Percy. 27 minutes after nine. Let's go to Lucky from Durban. Lucky, good evening and uh, welcome to the Chill Zone. Uh, thank you very much for having my call. Uh, I'll try to be brief, but I've got a personal experience uh, with my parents. Uh, my father left. I was around about four. Uh, years of, of, of age, and I really I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, so as I grew up, people told me that, no, 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 don't get involved in your parents' struggles uh, because they're theirs. Uh, the second premise I want to make is that women and children def definitely by far uh, suffer a lot of psychological and physical abuse. 
So that one, uh, we need to just put it there uh, because it's a, 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 a real a reality that we are, we are living with in our lives. Uh, and then I go to say that uh, men suffer primarily financial and economical abuse. Uh, if you've got money or you are working or whatever, as a man, you are still productive, you are okay. Uh, you can always uh, be with uh, that woman and you can even also have access to your children because when you don't have that, those privileges get denied. And then the next one is a psychological, which is secondary. Uh, uh, but women, because they know that they are protected, uh, <clears throat> men react or respond physically. Uh, so therefore, it's noticeable or it's seen and there's evidence that that's happened. But the psychological abuse from women is not recorded. And then uh, finally, uh, the physical abuse is tertiary. Uh, as I'm saying, men, we tend to be told that men don't cry, uh, so therefore <laughs> they resort to being uh, <laughs> the fighters or deal physically with things. I think I'm, I'm, saying, I'm summing that up uh, overall, uh, and I must uh, therefore say that I, uh, I'm a, a counseling psychologist, so I do have an understanding of the things you're talking about, but I'm just trying to round everything up to say these are the issues that are not easy to deal with. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. That's Lucky from Durban and uh, quite insightful. And coming back to you, uh, Bongani, I mean, the other two callers, and it's so true, going to the police station, your, your girlfriend beat you up. It's like, where were you when she was doing that? And it's not funny because, you know, you, you most probably you are just trying to be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And, and, but it, you, and, and, and it happens over and over and over again. Yeah. Look, but that, you know, I always say to, to, to people that for me, before we even get to the law enforcement agencies, of course, there is a serious problem, both for men, women, um, who are, you know, uh, um, the recipients of, you know, physical violence and sexual violence, and they would not get the help that they're supposed to get from such an institution as the South African Police Services. But I always say that, um, you know, the, the, the work of SAPS is to enforce the law. And for me, I think that is a, 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 a secondary part, you know, in the value system of society. Society has a responsibility of teaching itself uh, and instilling principles and values that which it wants to adhere to and govern its own society. So so we've got a responsibility of teaching each other that Bongani does not even need to get to a police station and report violence because of we we are teaching each other that there is no one who's got you know a, a superiority over another human being or a man or a woman so we we, we, we you can't then uh, uh, come and abuse a human being for the mere fact that they are humans they've got you know a, a mind body and soul you've got to respect them the way you ought to be respected yourself. So that becomes a teaching of society and becomes a principle that is embedded on all of us. Then you would not then need to be having a subs that is faced with us walking in and out, reporting on each other's behavior. 
because of who would have taught each other. Am I saying that we must uh, uh, resolve subs uh, uh, from you know its lack of being responsive? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that some of these things, they start as a primary teaching amongst ourselves. As much as I'm saying we need to teach men to be vulnerable to themselves, to be honest to themselves, and then they'll then be able to go to a society and receive and get to a society that is receptive of their our vulnerability and hear us for the voices that we come with, you know, expressing how we feel. But we, we've got to ensure that the principles and the values that we enshrine or, or, or try and, and instill in our society, you know, becomes the compass that we live in, you know. And of course, uh, SAPS is, is short of empathy, is short of compassion and having to un and have a sense of agency in anyone who walks in and reports violence without having to belittle a man. Um, or ask a woman if it's something that they wanted, were you wearing this or that? But subs as well, as far as reporting of violence, it's not a safe space for, for men, and I'm not sure what it will take, unfortunately, for that environment to be conducive for men to walk in boldly and say, I have been violated by my partner, or I've been violated by a woman who stays next door. Mm. I've got a, 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 a WhatsApp message that says, Good evening, Bertha and the brilliant team. Uh, behind the scenes some of the women are treating men like chaff but it's bad because the revenge from men always is sour it's it always ends in tears that's from donald in rustenberg in closing mm. um what can you say and also where can somebody who's listening to us right now find more information if they need to talk to someone um, look, we've got ourselves as Cool Dads Foundation. We can be contacted um, on celluvalo at cooldadsfoundation.co.za 0720875798 0720875798. We've got organizations like Soke Gender Justice, and there are a number of you know organizations that are trying to assist uh, in developing of you know a man. And I think as men, we need to start taking our mental and emotional health seriously. You know, um, some of us who work, we don't even know that our medical aids afford us an opportunity to go and sit with a psychologist and the company that I work for pays for that. But not only a medical aid, also government facilities have got psychologists and counselors who are are professionally placed there to listen and advise and assist you in the journey of self-discovery and being in conversation with yourself. Because of, as men as well, whatever we gather, whether in church or we gather in Shibins, we do not take enough time to really introspect the things that you know, what is it that bothers us? Whether it's violence, whether it's a man who is absent from their kids' lives, a man who does not support their wife or family or kids. We do not take time to delve into these issues. So when we go to these professional platforms, then we've got a neutral person that we do not even know who will afford us an opportunity and an ear for us to then, you know, express ourselves. And they can be they can assist us to have the tools of how do we navigate and negotiate ourselves into these different situations. So as men, let's start taking advantage of, you know, the professional help that is available, whether at government or in private uh, uh, practices. 
I think that that's about concluded in in a in a nutshell. And thank you so much, Bongani, for making time and talking to us. And let's keep having these conversations so that you know our men do know how to converse and just purge. Sometimes it's important yeah. to do that. Thank you so much a, for a joining us. A quick one, Bertha. Yes. Just a quick one, sorry, Bertha. On the twenty third of 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 November, we are going to be having a men's conference there at the SABC in partnership with your sister radio station at the SABC Radio Park Auditorium. We're inviting men to come and join into this conversation where we'll be diving in deeper on some of these issues. Clinical psychologist analysis one will be there. Dr. Jeremy Fugeng will be there, myself as well. So we're inviting men. It's a free uh, a men's conference that will be held on the 23rd at half past six at SABC Radio Park Auditorium. Thank you so much. Bongani Luvalo, youth activist and development practitioner and founder of the Cool Deaths Foundation, chatting to us this evening. And like you heard, 23 November men's conference happening at the SABC at six. Make sure you make a turn. And if you are in a turmoil uh, relationship, well, maybe this is your point of return where you come and share with someone and find solutions.